Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about New Year blues and blahs. (laughs) So this topic didn't come from a listener. And it didn't come from my list of ideas to do a podcast episode on either. (laughs) Oh, no. This one came straight from my own experience and also that of my coaching group, the Women in the Middle Academy. So it seems like more than a few of us felt a giant lunch bag letdown after the new year this year. Remember that expression from the good old days of packing your lunch as a kid when you opened up your lunch bag or your lunchbox and... You just hated what you saw in there? (laughs) It's a perfect way to describe the way a lot of us felt as January rolled in. Lunch bag letdown. New year letdown. With Omicron and the light at the end of the tunnel moving farther and farther away, (laughs) it can be a giant bummer these days. Now, of course, it's not always that way, but it soon became clear when I started to talk about how I was feeling and noticing how I was feeling and sharing how I was feeling (laughs) that I was not the only one. Also, I wanted to be clear that I'm only talking about blues and blahs or feeling sad from time to time. The information shared in this podcast episode is intended for your convenience, entertainment, and education, and isn't geared to your personal situation. It's not a replacement for care or advice from your own medical professional. So as always, you may have some things you want to follow up on, so please seek a suitable professional to advise you on your personal situation. So that's what today's episode is about today, Blues and Blahs. But first, I want to make sure that you know about the free gift that I created for you. So have you done a vision board before? I don't know if you have. Many of us have, but maybe they haven't worked for you. And it turns out that the good old vision board really is a great way to get unstuck and regret-proof your life. And they are especially fun to do at the beginning of the new year or any time you want to think intentionally about the future. But if it hasn't worked for you before, you might be a little bit bummed about that too. (laughs) A vision board is basically a visual cue to help remind you about what you want in your life on purpose. It's your chance to take charge and do what you can to make sure that you don't have regrets, to be more intentional, to think more about what you want to do, what you want to say, what you want to try. And your free gift is the Regret Proof Your Vision Board Guide. It's free and powerful. It's a vision board brainstorming template. It's the perfect way for you to start thinking about what you want to create in your life on purpose. So Go ahead and download your Regret Proof Your Vision Board worksheet and learn seven easy steps to make a vision board that really works. You're going to love this easy-to-use guide. Just head over to www.susierosenstein.com forward slash regret proof vision and slash forward slash. I guess it's two forward slashes. (laughs) Sorry, www.susierosenstein.com 
forward slash regret proof vision. <laughs> You'll figure it out with the slashes um, and you can download it there. Okay, now let's talk about today's topic, blues and blahs in midlife. The ideas I want you to explore today are, one, it's okay to feel blue and blah sometimes, two, what you can learn from feeling this way, and three, some ideas to smile your way out of Blahville with patience and compassion. Sound good? (laughs) Now, I called this episode Blues and Blahs because I felt a bit off a bit down, and a bit unmotivated lately. And like I said, apparently I'm not the only one, which is always so, it's just so good to know. Now there's a lot of talk right now in the Academy about accountability groups, goal setting, and resolutions. And there's also a lot of talk about resistance to all of these things. Lots of negative emotion. And frankly, I had trouble pinpointing where this was coming from for me. Well, I knew it was my thoughts, of course, but I couldn't really tell what the problem was. It felt murky. Was it my work in some way? No, that didn't really feel right. Was it my family? Anything I was worried about? Well, maybe. I mean, there are so many things to worry about. (laughs) Let me count the ways. But that really wasn't it. Was it something about me? Maybe my self-care, my own goals? Hmm... Maybe, but that doesn't really feel like it either. Was it the pandemic situation? The uncertainty about when I could actually visit my family and when life would be more like it was before all of this? Hmm, yeah, I think it's finally getting to me. This could be part of it. Was it just being tired of too much this, too much that, too little rest, relaxation and downtime. Yeah, that could be it too. It doesn't really feel like burnout, but something is definitely off. Was it missing people, missing family, missing hugs, missing being near humans? Well, now, yeah, that's part of it too. Now, if you look at all this stuff, you can kind of see there's a problem. We all know that there have been some COVID gifts out there, some things to be grateful for, some surprising hits of beauty and insights, but that's not what we're talking about today. I mean, I know they're there, but that's not what we're talking about today. Feeling off like this was coming up all over the place with friends, with family, and also, like I said, inside the Academy, which is my coaching program and membership community, and we're all thinking this stuff, maybe not with the same intensity, maybe not the same amount of time, but it's coming up a lot. The pandemic has created a weird sort of time warp that is enveloping us in its weirdness. I don't think we're really giving this situation we're all in enough credit for how freaking hard it is. It's a time to be kinder to ourselves. It's a time to be more patient with weirdness. And you know what? This is because it's okay to feel blue and blah sometimes. Notice how uncomfortable you are when you're having the blues and the blahs like this. I'm not used to being off. I'm usually a glasses half full kind of gal. I'm not as productive as I should be. Those are the thoughts on autopilot, always pushing forward, always pushing hard always doing more, got to do more. 
gotta multitask, gotta nail my goals. But you know what? Even silly Susie Sunshine needs to chill out. (laughs) More focus on relaxation, more downtime, more self-compassion, more grace, more enoughness. And you know what? You probably need this too. Now, I know this might sound weird, but what if you were more comfortable feeling blue and blah? What if you allowed the sadness in? Like if you allowed for feeling sad, what if nothing was wrong with feeling down and the same with blah? What if feeling blah was going to help you feel better? What if blah was actually useful in some way and not a waste of time that you needed to run from or should your way out of? What if you allowed all of this because you're a human doing her best in one of the craziest periods of time the world has ever seen? That's my point. I'm not saying ignore your goals. I'm not saying, you know, don't shake up your midlife funk, but I'm thinking about it more as a smaller space of time, you know, and just noticing that not thinking that it's okay to feel this way is just that. It's a thought. You can question it. You can decide if you like your reasons for thinking it. You can also decide that feeling like this sometimes is okay. Now, the next thing I want you to explore is what you can learn from feeling this way. If feeling this way is okay, and if feeling negative feelings are just as normal and expected of feeling positive feelings, can you be open and curious about learning from them? Of course, that means not running from them or at least scurrying away from them in a big hurry. (laughs) What if you just allowed them and became curious? Could this period of time dealing with the pandemic be getting to you more than you thought? Is it okay for you to struggle a bit? perhaps with being a role model for your kids or your family and putting up a good front, so to speak? And if you're struggling, is it okay for you to share this with your friends and family? Or do you hold it in or hold it back? And if so, why? What do you make that mean? What do you think you should be doing or feeling right now instead of how you're feeling? What if the way you're feeling is okay and will actually be helpful to you in some way? What could feeling this way reveal to you about what's coming up for you? One question I love to ask is about consulting your future self. Have you ever done that? It was such a weird concept the first time I heard about it, but just think about yourself a few years from now. What would she have to say to you now? Would she be a little more loving and compassionate about the experience that you're having? The way you're thinking about what you should be doing? The way you're uncomfortable with what is? The big question to you is, so what? So what if you're a little blue and blah these days? What do you make that mean? If feeling this way is just like feeling all of your other feelings, you know it'll pass. You know it'll pass, but what can you learn from it? If you paused, if you asked, if you reflected, if you noticed. You know, are you just doing resolutions because you think you should? You know, is it 
do you feel kind of like a compulsion to set really intense goals? Do you feel like you're not being productive enough? Just notice what you can learn from what you see when you slow it down. What do you miss? What do you really want? Is it okay to want that? What do you want to believe about yourself in this phase of time, yourself now at this age with the world just the way it is? Do you need more support? What might help you cope? Are you expecting too much of yourself right now? What brings you joy that's within your control? These are just some questions to help you really think about it. These aren't normal times, but are you behaving as though they were? Are you just diving into resolution mode? I'm going to make some resolutions for the new year. Are you just planning your goals as if nothing crazy in the world is going on right now? (laughs) That's what I really want you to think. Are you expecting too much of yourself? Because we've been in this for a while. Things aren't normal. Now, you can always learn more about what you want and what you need. The difference is now, maybe you need to be a little bit more gentle with yourself and others because it's a lot. It's a lot. All right. Deep breath. (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Now that you've gotten a little bit more comfortable just allowing yourself to feel negative emotion with compassion and curiosity more than judgment... (laughs) I hope I hope you're you're in this mode a little bit more than being all full of judgment. That's what we love to do. Um anyway, have you noted some personal insights from this experience? Okay, so when you tone down the judgment and increase the compassion and curiosity, can you get at some more personal insights? That's really important. Now, here are some ideas to explore to gradually smile your way out of Blahville with patience and compassion. (laughs) I want to point out that I use the word explore, and that's because everyone's different and it can be fun to explore. Exploring implies taking your time. That's the other reason that I wanted to use that word, taking your time, not rushing your way out of it. Now, the strategy is simple but I've had good success with it, so I wanted to share it with you. I call it the Relax and Smile More Method. (laughs) Such a fancy title, right? Let me explain. First, I want you to consider relaxing more. Okay, remember, it's the Relax and Smile More Method. I'm serious, in a silly way, but serious. So consider relaxing more. And there are two areas I'd like you to focus on. One Find time to relax and commit to doing it. So I don't care what you do. I really don't. But I want you to do more of it. So here are some ideas, but you might not find them all relaxing, but somebody else will. So the point is to find something that you like to do to relax and then find time to do it. So perhaps you sleep in 10 more minutes in the morning. Take a longer shower. Use your favorite soap. Go for a walk in the part of town or city that you love, but that's off the beaten path and you just don't get there that often. Brush your dog. Stretch. Paint your nails. Try a new coffee. Enjoy the new coffee. 
read a chapter in a book, a real book, take a nap, sit and do nothing but think, just sit down and think, (laughs) call a friend on a real phone, start an art journal, do one page, play a game of solitaire. Remember how we used to do that as kids with real cards? (laughs) Shoot a solo game of pool. Find time to play a game with your kids, no matter their age. And if all they like are strategy games, suggest that they do a party game with you. That's a personal anecdote. (laughs) My kids like those crazy strategy games. I can't stand them. So I'm always asking for a game that I would like, which means a party game. Bake cookies for no apparent reason. Organize your sock drawer. Sit and knit. Soak in the tub. Soak your feet. Use the relaxation gadgets and appliances that you have in your home, like maybe a foot bath massager thingy. Listen to some music. Not in your headphone, like just crank up the tunes. Or quietly in the background, but listen to music. Maybe listen to an audiobook. Just some suggestions, but again, do some relaxing on purpose. And number two, Think about relaxing your timelines more. So I'm talking about timelines in general and even specific ones too, especially for goals that you think you should be more aggressive about. So I like thinking about goals as something that guides you, but isn't the be all and end all of the time that you're doing working on the goal. The experience of moving towards your goal can also be valued and valuable if you're not full of judgment about your progress and instead just do the stuff and relax while you're doing it. Does that make sense? So it's guiding you, like you're focused in that general direction, but you're not all judgy about how long it's taking you or your progress. So if you want to start exercising five times a week and feel a bit overwhelmed by the idea of it, perhaps you could explore relaxing that goal right now to something less aggressive. So you're still exercising, you're still going to focus on moving your body more, but maybe it's just less aggressive. If you want to start your day with a 30-minute morning routine, but you know, you feel a little resistant to the change and what that's going to mean to the time you wake up or the time you, you know, you have to rearrange some other things, perhaps make a tweak just so you can start it that feels more doable. So you're still going to create a morning routine. You're still going to do a morning routine, but make like come up with an idea that's easier for you to begin. If you like the idea of decluttering your house in the next three months, but just aren't feeling it, like it just feels overwhelming and horrible, what do you think about making a goal for the upcoming year instead? So that's relaxing the goal. So maybe you work on decluttering your house for the whole year and just pick little projects and just make it doable and reasonable so you are feeling it instead of like, (laughs) that sounds horrible. (laughs) The idea here is to really think about what can help you move forward in a compassionate way. All goals aren't created equal, but some of your goals can be modified to help you be successful because you're the one in charge. 
It's easy to get fixated on these artificial timelines that we come up with, but when you're the one setting the timeline, there's more than one right way to go. So ask yourself, what's right for you, given all the stuff going on right now? Let that be your guide. And maybe it's not to have the goal at all. What is right for you? Now that's basically it in the nutshell, the relax and smile more method. When used with compassion and patience, this simple and fun method will induce a surprising amount of smiling because you're going to be leaning in to that connection with what's right for you. And there's more relaxing and what's not to smile about that, right? (laughs) Here's the deal. We are humans dealing with a global pandemic and at At the time of this recording, it's January 2022, the start of a new year that doesn't feel fresh or new, and we are tired. We've been dealing with the stress and strain of all of this for a long time now. This really is the backdrop to so much of our emotional experience right now. Everyone is dealing with the pandemic in one stressful way or another. The impact is huge, and it's taking a toll on all of us. Give yourself at least as much grace and understanding as you would give other people in your lives, or even strangers for that matter. (laughs) Right? Think about it. Now, don't get me wrong. Blues and blahs are a natural part of life, but blues and blahs are really just thoughts and feelings. When you feel up, you think something that creates that feeling for you. When you feel a bit off or down, you're also thinking something that creates that feeling for you. These positive and negative emotions are what we experience as we go about our lives on this planet. These feelings can be useful and unuseful, but not all negative feelings are unuseful. Consider that even these feelings are okay. Consider that there might be something to learn from these uncomfortable negative emotions as well. And remember, the relax and smile more method is there to help you one thought at a time. I really think you're going to like this one. Okay, that is it for this episode. As you know, my focus as a midlife coach is to help you become the queen of your brain domain. And what that means is learning how to get better at catching yourself in the act of thinking and wasting less time spinning and feeling stuck because you figured out what you want and how to get there. This is what regret-proofing your life is all about. Now, if you want to go faster, I can help. You really have to join us in the Women in the Middle Academy. It's my six-month coaching program to teach you how to get the clarity and excitement in your life again that you've been looking for. Don't waste another second feeling stuck. Book your momentum call and we will take it from there. Head over to www.womeninthemiddleacademy.com. For show notes and links, go to www.susierosenstein.com and click on the podcast tab to find the information about this episode, including the link to your free gift, the Regret Proof Your Vision Board Brainstorming Worksheet. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.